Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, eSociety Podcast, and this is Anchor Time. Before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, we're back with another list, but uh, before we dive into that, <clears throat> Morbius. I'm not sure when the next time we're going to do a show, but <laughs> really quick. Um, are you planning on seeing this or are you just waiting? I was, and then little things keep getting in the way. They scheduled me weird uh, this last Friday and Saturday. Um, shifts I don't normally work, so it didn't work out then. And then, I don't know, kind of got away from me. And I was thinking today, because today's the Tuesday deals, and then the uh, Lego Star Wars game came out, so I wanted to come home and play that. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so sometime. <laughs> okay. Um, well. Hopefully soon. Did you, you already knew all the spoilers, right? Before. Wait, what? Did you know all the spoilers beforehand? No, not at all. <laughs> I, cause I didn't know anything about this movie until uh, I seen it and everyone was, I assume unless all they're the, in the previews, unless they're in the previews. I know that stuff. Um, the stuff in the preview, I mean the previews, a lot of that stuff's not even in the movie. I mean, they, they, yeah, chopped. I did hear that too. I did hear that, that a bunch of that got chopped out. Yeah. So. Uh, and I also heard that the uh, the director went on Twitter and basically gave the whole ending away before the movie came out or before the regular folk got to see it because uh, everyone else got to go to the the advanced screenings. Right. I was one was wondering why he just let it all out and so it was yeah. Like, that sounds like a whole strange thing too, because the fact like he was saying that whole thing about uh, somebody put the Spider-Man thing in the trailer and then that's not in the movie and he doesn't know who did that and what that means. That's really out there too. Like who did make that decision? <laughs> I mean, don't they view the trailer before it comes out? I mean, you would think. Because I remember when we were talking about it, they send it to the people that make trailers. It's not Sony or whatever or whoever, any movie company. And I'm like, I would want to. I thought it was the directors usually that make the trailers too. They cut together the footage they want the audience to see. <laughs> I, I, That's what I, I, I thought. I, I don't know what, what they're doing and, and what's happening. I mean... As far as the film, I liked it. It was just the stuff at the end during the credits that I was like, ah. <laughs> it just made me like, really? This is what we're doing? And why are we doing this? And, oh, man. I mean, because the, the things that they cut out of the trailer that we already saw, we saw a building that said Oscorp. That's not in the movie, uh, from what I remember. But um, I remember I reading or listening to some other reviews, and they were saying the same thing. Um, 
there's a scene where Morbius or Dr. Morbius, Michael or whatever his name is, is is going down this alley and he, on the wall there's some graffiti, there's Spider-Man drawn there. That's not in the movie, they said. And, oh, and the other thing, when uh, when Morbius is leaning over some dude and he's all vampirish looking and and they, they go, who are you? Kind of like the like how Batman did in that first one, the '89 one. Who are you? I'm Batman. He leaned in and I'm Venom. No, I'm just kidding. And then runs off or whatever. In the movie, he just went, "I'm Venom," and that was it. There was no "I'm just kidding" or, or nothing. Weird. I, I was like, uh, "That's okay, weird." Okay, so <laughs> I, we said this when we first saw the first trailer. Okay, Venom is in this. In this, for all, all of you that don't know, Morbius is a part of the Spider-Verse. So, Venom is in this Spider-Verse. Morbius is there. But since, if you guys, when, when you guys seen uh, No Way Home, <sighs> uh, well, at the end of Let There Be Carnage, uh, Tom Hardy, Venom, what the hell is his name? I don't remember his name. What's the character's name? Um, Eddie Brock? Eddie Brock, yeah. He got sucked into the, the MCU-verse, or, or whatever you want to call it. And I was just like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, what? Because that's how end, the movie ended. And then... It breaks. It didn't. You're okay. No, I I just feel hurt. And You're all right. Go in there. Look at it. You're sorry, everyone. <laughs> Look at it. It's fine. Looks like you just stubbed it. Yeah. It's not broken. I'm sure. If it was broken, you'd be screaming. <laughs> Look. I'm bending his foot, everybody, or his toe, his pinky toe, and yeah, it's okay. Go. We'll show Ua when she gets home. No, you don't need to go to the hospital. You're fine. Shut the door. <laughs> Daniel, close the door. Sorry, everybody. I don't know. It looks like a little bump or something on his toe. But anyway, so we, we know all that, that, that he got sucked into it. And then at the end of No Way Home, he gets zapped back to his, his regular timeline, which is this Morbius timeline. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but the little piece of Venom got stuck in in the in the MCU. So we know some kind of Venom is, Venom is coming. And who's going to be Eddie Brock in that timeline? It's not going to be Tom Hardy anymore. It's going to be who whoever else. Um, we already got a Flash Thompson. So but that doesn't come till later. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what Sony's trying to do with with this. I mean, uh, Academy Award winner Jared Leto, he was awesome. I, I liked his character. I liked, um, uh, what's his nuts? Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith. Dr. Who? Uh, Matt Smith. Um, to me, I thought he stole the movie, his character, as Milo. He was awesome. Jared Harris was cool. Uh, baby boy Tyrese Gibson. I don't know why he was there. He was just getting on my nerves. 
But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the hell they're trying to do. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, man, the tomato meter they only gave it sixteen percent. The audience gave it a seventy. And from what I'm understanding, it, it's still making money. So I mean, I mean, good for good for them for uh, Sony and Columbia Pictures, but. I don't know what they're trying to do with with everything. I mean, the Spider-Man we got is cool, but that's the MCU Spider-Man. Are we going to get that Can, moving forward? I don't know. But after No Way Home and everybody loved Andrew Garfield, I think Tobey Maguire, that was, I think he's done. I think I think he was the last one that, to like, okay, I'll do it. From what I'm reading, I don't know, but Andrew Garfield, none of us were ever actually satisfied with those two films. I do need to sit down and watch them again. I mean, I, there, I said this before. There was I was nothing against Andrew Garfield. I thought he was awesome, and he's a good actor, and he was amazing in No Way Home. It was just the stuff that they gave him in the movie and the the bad guys, be it uh, the lizard, not lizard, um. Was it Green Goblin in the first one? And uh, Sandman? Was that? No, Sandman, well, was in the, Sandman was in the third one. Who was the bad guy in in Amazing Spider-Man? I remember Green yeah, Goblin. Yeah, it was Lizard. Was no, was no, Lizard. no. It was Lizard in the first one, and it was Electro in the second one. Jamie Foxx, Electro. Okay, Green... Oh, Sandman was... Uh, Tobey Maguire. Sandman was in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Okay, so okay, yeah, lizard was was in there. I I just didn't like the way the lizard looked, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, those movies were just. I mean, we went and seen them. We were excited when we 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 were getting those two, but when they came out, I was kind of like, eh, really? <laughs> but I don't know. Again, I need to rewatch those again. But if we are getting another Spider Man, Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man. Three. I mean, I'm all for it, but I mean, what they were trying to do in in Morbius was, other than it was to introduce his character, because a lot of people didn't know who Morbius was, didn't even know he existed, because he really doesn't get um, that big of a push in a- animated form or anything. Comics is all over the place, but um, a lot of a lot of the people, some of my friends, are like, who's Morbius? I mean. Who, what is he, and how is he a part of this? And then I said, well, he's a part of Spider-Man. So is Spider-Man going to be in it? And I said, I doubt it. <laughs> so, but, so I don't know. I mean, if they, if Jared Leto continues to be Morbius, I mean, I thought he did a good job. I mean, he fit the part. He played the role. Jared Leto is an awesome, an awesome actor. I would love to see more of uh, his Joker, but I doubt we'll ever get that. So. But I mean, with that being said, I did enjoy the movie. My son saw it with me. He liked it too. He was unfamiliar uh, of the Morbius character, but he did know uh, some some stuff. But it was just the the stuff that they did at the end. I don't understand why they did it and how they're going to move forward with it all. Because I was like, wait, what? Because there was some some things that was said in um, Spider Man No Way Home. Which I was like, all right, cool. I understand. I, I mean, I don't want to get into the spoilers if you guys haven't seen it yet. But there were some things that were said in that 
that leads into this Morbius film. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You said this in that movie. Now you're doing it in this movie? So I'm, I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know, everyone. I mean, if you guys have seen the film, you know what I'm talking about. But if not, um, I'm not saying don't go see it. I say see it. I mean, if you've seen every Marvel movie up to this point, why not see this one? I mean, you get if you, I'm sure Jared Leto brought in all the uh, all the young gals uh, to see the film. Um, but I I don't know. I mean, it'll definitely make my comic book movie list at the end of the year because we're only getting so many. But um, I didn't walk out of there like I did with the the past two Venom films. Like, oh my god, that movie was garbage. This one, it was just some things happening in it that I was like, oh, that made me mad. If you guys saw the picture I posted on Instagram, me flipping off the the poster, it wasn't the movie, the movie itself. It was more just a a finger to um, Sony Pictures and and all of them and whoever's coming up with with this idea. I mean, I don't get what these writers and everyone are thinking. Like, you have the MCU going on. I mean, are you sitting there thinking, I know some are saying this is our this is our Sony verse. This is our Sony Spider-Verse. So that MCU is theirs. Let them do what they're doing. But when they're trying to tack in everything from over there, or who knows, maybe this is just a a hint that hey man, we're we're gonna finally just sell it all to uh to Disney and Marvel Studios, which I would rather have them do that. Because I know we would get um, good, good Spider-Man movies uh, or Spider-Verse films. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, we still got uh, when is um Into the Spider-Verse two? When is that coming? Yeah, I think uh, October. If I'm remembering right, I'm gonna look it up right now. But I'm pretty sure October. The first one we got. Uh, uh came out in december yeah this one's due october 7th and they're calling it part one with uh part two not having a date right now so i don't know how long they want us to wait in between the two but uh it's interesting instead of just making a third that they're going to so-called cut this one into two parts. I've never been the biggest fan of when they do that, you know, like part one, part two, like I'd rather it just be a whole nother film on its own, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, like, the, the, the one that really pissed me off was um, that last, uh, or the last two um, Twilight films. Uh, right, bre- right, breaking dawn or whatever, breaking dawn part one. I was like, wait, what? Really? Why didn't? Yeah, why didn't it just give me three hour movie or however long uh, they are? I mean, just just give me that. I mean, the girl, the little girls would have sat there for that whole thing. But uh, yeah, I I get what you're saying. So I don't know. We'll see uh, what they're doing. But yeah, I mean, I'm October I'm already 7th. I'm already for that because that yeah. That first one was amazing, and it did win an Academy Award. So, but I don't know. We'll see. This one's got high hopes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be good. I mean, because I think as far as animation, uh, those always seem to hit it out of the park. Um, 
especially with, with what they did in the first film. And if you DC, their their animation to me is always better than than their movies. So I don't know. We'll see. But Morbius is still in the theater. So it just came out. So definitely uh, go check it out and uh, form your own opinion. Uh, don't listen to me. I mean, I was just uh, a grumpy old man. Uh, I did throw my hands up in the air <laughs> when this stuff happened at the end. And Eric started laughing because I was like, oh. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see everyone. But go check out Morbius. Uh, Morbius. It's uh, playing in the theaters right now. But All right. Enough of that. On to the list. I stepped away from listchallenges.com and went back to Screen Rant. And this is the 10 worst movie endings according to Reddit. Uh, do you <laughs> look at Reddit? I never do. So I don't really know what that Rarely is. Rarely ever. And it's usually if I'm pointed from some other place. So I don't go just looking on my own. Usually it's some something else has to send me there. <laughs> what is Reddit anyway? I know the website and everything and everyone writes yeah, and rants it's, and raves. It's mainly but, just a, it's mainly just a, a kind of like the modern day message boards uh, where, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Facebook has a limit. Obviously Twitter has a limit. Uh, it's a lot, but Instagram does have a limit in the text. And even if you do write like a huge Instagram thing, that's not all going to be seen. Somebody's got to want to read that to expand it. The Reddit boards are more fully engaged, full like conversations. So they're like the old message boards where you can write like a ton and respond a ton. And they've got this whole up and up and down voting system. So if you like what somebody wrote, you upvote it, and it kind of rises up the ranks. And then if you don't like it, you downvote it, and less people see it, that whole thing. So that's Reddit steal. <laughs> you what? I don't know. Go ask, go ask Gunky. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never... Have been on that because I mean I know when they when I see things uh, oh from Reddit I'll click on it and yeah and it goes to either you got to join to read it or something and I'm like I don't have time for all that um <laughs> but I do listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts and they then they oh I read this on Reddit and this and that and I'm like uh, yeah. if you're like really like I consider myself like really hardcore a lot about a lot of stuff but I think Reddit is like to the extreme like if something is like your die hard passion and you have to discuss it hardcore with other people that feel just as hardcore as you about that subject that's like the place for you you know which it's enough for me honestly to keep up with my one post a day instagram action figure thing that's like enough for me and most of the time, like, I try to write something, but sometimes I'm just, like, one sentence and I'm good to go. But, yeah, like, Reddit <laughs> is, like, you really got to be, like, engaged in the, the conversation, you know, and, like, reading everybody's posts. Like, it's, like, it's like a real diehard thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Reddit right now just looking and... 
know. I'll be here all day if I do that. Sure, sure. That's what anyway. I'm saying. Like, it's a lot of text because it's a lot of deep dives. Um, it's less like where with Twitter, you know, you get a few words. Like this is like paragraphs, people's full thoughts, you know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll just see if anything. Uh, like really quick, my thing that I really, really just ah just creams my corn is Friday the Thirteenth or when I Friday the Thirteenth that Jason goes to hell the final Friday or whatever the hell that one was called that one to me was just complete bullshit. But that's my opinion. But I know there is a lot of people who really love that. But And there's also some people that are like me that hate that film, like hate it with a passion. Um, <laughs> I won't get into it anymore. All right. I, I'll have to go there and look, see if there's a group in there that, that hates it. Oh, like yeah. I, that, that I, like that. I do. <laughs> but. Yeah. No, it's a, pretty much any discussion you want to have can be had there. It's funny because obviously um, – the, um, you know, as much as I am into NBA and basketball, that has like, I guess, a really hardcore, uh, group. So all the pods I listen to, like, they'll talk about like every once in a while, like, Oh yeah. On Reddit, this conversation is really, you know, deep conversations. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, um, let's get this going. The 10 worst movie endings according to Reddit. Oh, Jesus, a little thing. Here's another one. 10 movies that subtly spoil the ending early on. I will have to come back with that one. <laughs> but, all right, let me go down this list. I saw this movie once. I do not really remember it at all. Um, I was going through a really tough thing in my life, and I went and saw this film. And I was not even paying attention. I was trying to get my mind off of what was going on in my life. And I, I paid for the movie and ate my popcorn, but I did not remember one thing about this movie. And I always sat there like, I remember walking out of the theater like, I will never see this movie again because it will remind me of uh, the issue that I was dealing with. But this is uh, Now You See Me. Came out in 2013. Did you see this one? Oh yeah, big fan. Um, I don't know what. Go in there. I don't remember. I don't know the ending. I mean, did it? Uh, was the ending like no good in this one? See, because I don't remember what happened. See, I don't remember it being that controversial at all. As far as I remember, he does finally get got basically so i'd be interested to hear like why it they consider that to not be good or like uh, what am i missing <laughs> yeah i i don't know i don't even usually when i when i go see a film and then when i when i when i get to the ending and i'm like wait what I, this movie's awesome and this is the this is the ending you'll give me so i I don't know. I would have to. I would have to sit down and watch this one again. But well, I think enough time has passed, or I could sit. I know they make two of them, so I, I don't know. But I don't know. We'll have to get back to that one. All right, this next one, uh, the Devil Inside. Um, 
I saw this one once. It was one of those found footage films. I didn't even really like the film at all. I don't know if the ending was the worst ending. Um, it was one of those uh, possession type films. Let me see if I can remember if I'm reading uh, a synopsis of the film. All right. Okay. It's that one. Uh, the Devil Inside. Uh, and in, in, in Italy, a woman becomes involved in a series of unauthorized exorcisms uh, during her mission to discover what happened to her mother, who allegedly murdered three people during an exorcism. Hmm. Yeah, I saw this film once, and I didn't really care for it. So I, I couldn't tell you about the ending because I don't even remember the ending. At all, so <laughs> so I mean that's that's how much I was like this movie. I mean I went and saw it in the theater, but I remember walking out. Man, this movie was weak, <laughs> and that's I think once I leave that and and I just totally forget about it. Uh, moving on, then this one I do remember the ending, and I was like, what? Um, Lucy uh, with um, Scarlett Johansson came out in twenty fourteen. Did you see this one? Yeah. And she turns uh, into a she turns into a flash drive at the end. Uh, that what it was? Yeah, she turned into a flash drive in the end. And uh, I was like, I, I saw was, it, but I guess I don't remember that. Yeah, um, I was like, wait, what? Um, a scene where a human turns into a machine as an has their brain transferred to a flash drive might seem cool for a sci-fi movie like Lucy, but it doesn't work here in a variety of reasons. Prior to the transformation, the character had declared that she would be immortal and everywhere, which makes the flash drive pointless. Uh, and after achieving 100% brain function, the ex explanation was uh, uh, for her to do more with it rather than just pass it through uh, a flash drive. Uh, I remember Lucy. I saw the movie once, everyone. Um, she was able to do all kinds of stuff. And I remember they were chasing her. But then at the end, because she had all this information in her in her head. And I do, and reading this, I just remember saying, like, they had to, I'm going to be everywhere. Um uh, like it says, she's going to be immortal and be everywhere. But then she turned into a flash drive. And I was like, well, you can't be everywhere if you're a flash drive unless someone happens to just plug you in. And I I, I remember, I mainly went to see it because it was Scarlett Johansson but, and, and Morgan Freeman in it. But I just remember leaving the theater. That's all. And I was like, I was kind of like, this movie was weak. I mean, I liked everything up to that point till I got to the end. And then it just turned into. All right. Are we are we going to get a Lucy, too, so they can explain why she's a part of this flash drive thing? But I, I don't know. I don't know. So uh, you don't remember the end? I guess not. <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember seeing it, but I guess yeah, it didn't. It didn't leave that big an impression on me. I guess. <laughs> All right, this one too. I mean, sorry everyone. I I know I watch a lot of movies, but these ones, the ones that we're getting so far, I only seen once. 
uh, as well as this one, uh, Law Abiding Citizen came out in 2000, 2009 with Gerard Butler. Yep. Um, I remember seeing it and I remember it being awesome, but I saw it once and I do not remember the end at all. Do you? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's this. Yeah, this isn't uh, our best list because I'm it, totally in the same boat. I remember seeing it. To me, it was fine. So I can't remember what this controversial ending is. Yeah, the ending where the lawyer gets uh, uh, tired of agreeing with the murderous convict demands and then blows him up using his own his own bomb as frowned upon by viewers. Hmm. Did Gerard Butler blow himself up at the end? I, I don't remember this at all. Um, I just remember Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx in it. And I remember, was was this the one when they, he used a cell phone to blow somebody up? Or blow or the cell phone blew up? I want to say, yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm. Not, I don't remember this one at all. <laughs> Might have to revisit this one. It's on uh, HBO right now. So. All right. Well, yeah, I want to rewatch this one. This one yeah. I remember clearly, and I hated it. Planet of the Apes, uh, 2021. Um, what's his nuts? Uh, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. I did not like this movie at all. Period. Much less the ending was was stupid, but. Um, that's, that's funny you say that because, uh, somehow this is like, probably um, you wouldn't believe it, but, uh, probably the movie ending that my mom references the most, like she actually loves the way this one ends, but, uh, she might be in her boat of her own. Cause I know that this for the most part is a very, uh, despised movie, but, uh, yeah, I don't. I hadn't heard too many people uh, discuss one way or the other about the ending, but it's the one that uh, movie ending that my mom always brings up. Ever since it came out, pretty much till this day, she'll bring up the, the ending and like seeing the uh, Abe Lincoln statue is uh, Ape Lincoln, and oh, what? And I don't know. I think she she thinks it's funny too. So. <laughs> oh man! I mean, what? Yeah, Batman. Sorry, everyone. Daniel, be quiet. Well, when when we went and seen this, I mean, I like Tim Burton, and I just like pretty much everyone else, and I love the original Planet of the Apes and that old series. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's just just go see what he's got to do uh, with um with this, and maybe we can go forward with the Planet of the Apes series. So. Sorry, everyone. Here, grab him and take him in there. Just go in there. Don't grab him like that. Daniel, go in there, too. Daniel, close the door. So we see, I mean, nothing against Marky Mark and everyone else that was in it. Uh, Tim Burton's wife. That's his wife, right? The bottom Carter or whatever her name is. I'm pretty sure, at least was for a time. I, I could guess they're still together, but I'm not. Yeah, I remember. I remember Mr. Orange was in it. He was one of the uh, the apes. Um, Michael Clark Duncan was one of the the, um, the gorillas, and what's his name that played Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man Two? 
he was uh, one of the orangutans. I remember that. And um, but this movie was garbage. <laughs> Um, the, the special effects I didn't care for. I mean, the, the way they looked, I thought was neat and I loved all the costumes, but it's just, they tried to make them more like, uh, like real apes, the way they were running and, and all of that. But when we got to the end, um, when he thought he was going back. Yeah. He was thought he got, he got the ship. No, I remember that monkey or whatever that. That they sent earlier in the film comes landing on the planet that uh, during the final battle or whatever, and because um, of course we know that that uh, Marky Mark flew into the future because he finds the his old beat up ship that's still there and and it, and it still kind of works on so, and then that's how he figured out he was in the future. But when that monkey came down and he got in that ship and then took off and then went back through the time portal or whatever, he went back and he went into a different universe and ended up, he thought back, he was back on Earth, but he thought it was regular, <laughs> his time. He got there because he lands in Washington, D.C. When he's flying around, we're seeing D.C. the way it looks. Uh, but then when he lands and then goes up to the Lincoln Memorial and then he he's looking at it and instead of uh, Abe Lincoln, we got Ape Lincoln sitting there <laughs> in the big thing. And and then all these cops come pulling up and it's all a bunch of apes. And then they're all looking at him and with their guns drawn. And that's pretty much your movie. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> My mom, like I said, she loves that. And it's funny. I didn't realize it had been that long, 2001. So for over 20 years, she's been referencing that scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm sorry about the crying kids. I don't know what what their problem is today. <laughs> but I did. Yeah, that movie was terrible. I hate that movie. <laughs> um, I have pretty much all Tim Burton's movies, but that one. Because oh, wow. I, I, I'm just like, I can't. I mean, same thing. I have all the Planet of the Apes movies, even the, the newer ones, which I didn't, didn't really care for that last one. The war for Planet of the Apes when there was no war in it. But <laughs> I was, I, I just, I can't bring myself to buying it. I mean, I've said this many, many times. I'm a completist, but it would just be wasting my money and wasting up space on the <laughs> On the shelf with my Planet of the Apes films. I mean, I got the box set of the original films and then the, the other three right next to it, but uh, I, I can't do it. Anyway, yeah. Of the last three. What'd you say? What was your favorite of the last three? The Dawn. Was, was it the Dawn? Middle one? The middle one. Yeah, the middle one. When they were fighting <laughs> in San Francisco. I, I like right. that one. Yeah. Uh, the, first one, the first one was cool. But the second one was my favorite. Yep, yep. That's the one that got everybody hyped for the third, and then the third was like, eh. Yeah. Did we go see it? We did. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it's me, you, and Jade. That's right. Uh. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a film I've never seen. I've been wanting to see it. This is a film that came out in 2012. This is Savages. Have you seen this one? I did. I did. And... Yet again, I'm like, uh, what was the ending? (laughs) 
I probably remember. Um, Savages could be one of the best movies about the drug trade, but the ending is quite unimpressive. Uh, user Dark Jungle says, we got a boring drug bust to end the movie. The movie's biggest upholding or undoing is that it discards the most uh, appropriate ending, which involves everyone dying in a shootout. Such an ending would be worked for a drug-themed movie, but instead it's revealed that one of the main characters was simply dreaming about such occurrences. Instead, the real ending involves the characters living happily ever after. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I <laughs> were, they, were they supposed to go out in a big shootout but didn't? <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why. That didn't bug me. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, fine. I didn't bug me, I guess, as much as it could, I guess, other people. <laughs> yeah, I never seen the film. I wanted to see it, but because it's got, um, what's his name in it? Jambit. Um, isn't it Kick-Ass, the other dude? Uh, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Kitsch, that was his name. He was he was one of the dudes in it, and um, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' chick from Green uh, Green Lantern. Um, the hell's her name? There's a picture of her, but I can't remember her name. Anyway, that blonde chick. All right, moving on. This next one, I saw it once. I don't even remember the ending at all. But this is indecent indecent proposal. Came out in 1993. Um, I remember uh, Woody Harrelson, Demi Moore, and was it Robert Redford? I think. I think so. Yeah. He was Robert Redford was like some billionaire, and he offered uh, Demi Moore like a hundred million or a million dollars to spend the night with his wife. Um, the Woody was like some crazy gambler and. I was like, okay. Uh, and then, so, I don't remember her if she went with him. Because I'm getting these movies confused. I'm getting this one mixed up with um, honeymoon, honeymoon in Vegas. Oh. <laughs> that one with James Caan, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, and um, Nicolas Cage. I mean, it was basically the same thing. Uh, but uh, Nicolas Cage lost uh, Sarah Jessica to uh, James Caan in a, a card uh, game, <laughs> and she was supposed to just spend like the the night or the weekend with him, but then uh, ends up taking her all the way to Hawaii and and all this thing. And anyway, it was a comedy. I love that movie, but this one, I don't remember. The only thing I remember in this was what was in the trailer is when she was laying there. I don't think she was naked, but she was sprawled out all over the bed, and there was money all over the bed, and she was laying in it, throwing it in the air. So I don't. I don't remember if she did or not. Uh, a wife agrees to be traded to a wealthy billionaire for $1 million, but after realizing the tycoon doesn't love her, she goes back to her husband, and they live happily ever after. Okay. That, I assume that's what happened. <laughs> uh, somebody named Ivan Ronson, somebody from Reddit, and many others share the opinion that the best ending could have could involve a husband moving on with another woman. Oh, okay. So I take it she, I'm, I assume she went with him from what, I, what I'm trying to remember. I, again, I only saw this movie once. And 
I'm sure Woody was ah going nuts over it all, and then she ends up going back to uh, to Woody, and then they live happily ever after. So she obviously went with him, and he got the million dollars. But um, I guess he was gonna get take her, and supposedly supposed to fall in love with her, but he doesn't love her. So hmm, all right, whatever. Um, but do you what do you think how it was gonna end? That she was gonna be stay with uh, Robert Redford and I don't I don't know what these people wanted, but okay. Um did you see that? I'm sorry. Did you see this one? I did, but yeah, it's been forever. So these are one of those ones that was like a one and done. I just watched it and okay, I seen it and then moved yep. on with my life. I don't it wasn't one that I went back to. This one I just recently went back to. And I didn't like the ending. There's two endings on the Blu-ray. Um, uh, I Am Legend came out in 2007. Uh, kind of like the DMZ, something goes on. This one was more of some kind of virus went wild in New York. That Will Smith, Academy Award winner Will Smith, he was the one that caused it all, right? Yeah. If I'm, okay. But then he was trying to fix his mistake. All right. So. Right. And at the end, uh, Will Smith had caught uh, uh, one of the – they weren't zombies. I think they were like vampires or something. But he had the, the female one. This was one of the endings. And he had her in that in that room, the laboratory. And the, I assume the leader of these other people came crashing in to uh, try to rescue her. Or that, that was one of the endings. Um I think the ending we got is when he blew up, when right. Will Smith blew up the um, the lab and killed himself along with yep. all those vampires that were in there. That's the I one. Think the second, the second ending, which I kind of liked, but then I was kind of like, hmm. well, they obviously these these beings were were able to think because the main one was really uh, hunting for uh, Will Smith because the the female that Will Smith had on the table was, I assume, this guy's wife or love interest or whatever, because he was just trying to get her. And then, when, and then he was pumping in the um, the serum or whatever, and it kind of made her not normal, but it was like his his serum was starting to work. So I think he gave her back, and then that guy just let Will Smith leave because Will Smith and uh. That lady that he that he, that that he was with on there, they ended up just driving off. But I did have an issue with that. I, I they drove off, but all the bridges and the the tunnels were blown up. So I don't know. They didn't really show how they got off the island, but we see them driving off to uh, another compound. And uh, everything ends happily ever after. I kind of liked that ending, not so much the one where he blew up, uh, blew himself up. Um, so, which which ending did you like? Yeah, uh, probably would have been better if he drove off. Uh, the interesting thing is, like, are they going to go back and try to rewrite history? Because I heard they want to make another one. And supposedly uh, Will Smith is going to be in it and Michael B. Jordan. So I don't know what they're going to do with that there. Um, I think one of the things that uh, 
obviously as the, the comic fans that we are, that was so exciting. The thing that I'll always remember about this movie is years and years before it was a reality, this movie, because it was supposed to be like a little bit of a, a, a near future, was that uh, when he drove through New York's Times Squares, there was a billboard for uh, BVS, Batman versus Superman. And just that idea that they would even do something like that was like, oh, that's incredible. Like, that could never happen. And you know what? Eventually did. And that was cool, but only that film would have been better. <laughs> I knew it was coming after I saw that. I was excited. Just didn't know how it was going to take that long <laughs> to come out. But... Right, right. It's amazing that it's in there, though. What, like, five six, seven years before it actually came out in real life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked this movie. I mean, I loved what was going on. The only thing I didn't like was the CGI vampire zombies or whatever the hell they were, infected people. That was my only gripe about about it. I'd rather have them have, um, yeah, have the CGI ones when they were all running and everything, but when they're up and close and personal, uh, with Will Smith, I think it, it should have just been an actor because it just didn't it didn't look right. Obviously, there was somebody there wearing the green suit or whatever, and they were so he can work with it. But I, I don't know. I just didn't like how it looked. How they looked. The, do you think for the new one, they're going to uh, do some like take backs on the story? And try to say the other drive away version was the real version. Is that what they're you think they're gonna do? They could, or they could do like it was a dream and he wakes up and he's driving down the road. <laughs> I don't right, know. Right. All right. Yeah, this next one, I don't re- I never saw this film. This is a source code. Came out in twenty eleven. Have you seen this one? I did. And yeah, I thought it was all right. <laughs> I, do, I don't even know what this is about. Do you remember the ending? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I uh, after remember go- the film, but I don't remember the ending. After going through several alternate realities to stop a bomber. Oh, yeah. Okay. An oh, army pl- I, I, now I remember why people wouldn't like it. Like, it could have been happier. He... Um, the way it works out for him is the best future is the one without him, without the main character, without Joan Hall. That's like the the only way things can work out for everybody else is without him. That's kind of like Donnie Darko. Right. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> All right, let me read this really quick. After going through several alternate realities to stop a bomber, an army plot steals uh, the life of an innocent teacher and is forced to live like him. Uh, the probably named Boring Story insists it goes against everything he fought for, fought and died for. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to see. I know the ending now, but <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to see this. I yeah, think I want. I think I wanted to see it. I just never never got to. So, all right. I'll have to go that one. All right. Um. Next one. Uh, okay, this is the the final one. Man of Steel. Uh, Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, 2013. All right, let me read what it says right here. The major problem uh, people have with the ending of Zack Snyder's movie is that Superman kills one of the most powerful DCEU villains, Zod. Um, I got no problem with that. <laughs> uh, I didn't either. 
King of Mad Cows, this, this, that's the Reddit guy, um, reminds everyone that Superman threw away every opportunity where he could have at least tried to dissuade Zod. He uh, could have, but... Yeah, I don't know. Can you really stop Zod? The biggest problem with that movie, and it's funny because they do address it as much as we don't like BVS, um, they do address it in BVS, the fact that, like, Superman didn't take the battle out into the country. He was so destructive of the city in his fight with Zod when he could have redirected the battle somewhere else. And instead, he caused so much damage and death and devastation. Like, that is the biggest error to me for the end of Man of Steel. But it's funny because then they took that that idea that people would be like upset with soups for uh, all that death and destruction, and they b- bring it to uh, BVS. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's how uh, how the how it started when um, Bruce Wayne was was mad that uh, they they were destroying everything. He wasn't just blaming Zod and his gang; he was blaming uh, Superman yeah. as well yeah. because they brought all of, he brought all of this. Yeah. to earth and he could have he will the biggest thing he could have done was taken the fight somewhere else he could have easily redirected the fight somewhere else and he didn't <laughs> nobody cared when uh the superman was fighting uh, zod and uh non and uh ursa in superman 2 nobody cared they, yeah, but was it? It was. Yeah, I don't know if it was destructive as what you see in man of steel it didn't in man drop of any- steel it's like worse than 9-11, which I heard that was like everybody's biggest problem with Man of Steel. They're like, oh my God, like 9-11 survivors like felt like traumatized by Man of Steel. Like, what are you uh, doing? <laughs> they, they, in Superman 2, they crashed through a lot of buildings. They made holes in the, in the streets. Um, they broke that big tower thing at the top of the Empire State Building. Well, he broke it off, but then he, he put it back on. Um, there was a lot of things that were blown up because they were throwing cars and everything around. I mean, it didn't bring buildings down, but he he eventually, uh, Superman, left. Uh, he, like, took off because uh, the people were, uh, they turned and they were fighting uh, Zod and them, but there was no way they could beat them three. So, he just, he kind of, I remember Zod threw a, no, Ursa Nan threw a bus at Superman and he went crashing into a thing. And then that's when they started blowing their hot air on everybody and everybody was flying all over the place. <laughs> Superman crawled out and then flew off because then they were going, why is he leaving? Why is he leaving? I mean, Superman, he was like, I got to, I got to get him out of here. So that's why he flew off and they went chasing him. So, but, Which is yeah. exactly what uh bvs or not bvs man of steel should have done <laughs> but he doesn't he's super destructive of the city okay so just like batman superman has a no killing rule so uh his decision to kill zod without ex- exploring all other options feels like a desperate attempt to make a kryptonian darker than he normally is this and many other character choices in the movie would contribute to Zack Snyder's work being heavily lamb- lambasted by both fans and critics. 
All right. Um, you remember the line from that uh, Brandon Ross Superman? Is he still about freedom and justice and the American way? That's that's more on the that that spider or superverse or whatever. But this, um, I didn't have a problem. I I didn't like Man of Steel. I didn't like BBS, and I didn't like that. For, well, I that I thought that first cut of Justice League was all right until we got Zack Snyder's Justice League. After that came out, I went and revisited Man of Steel and BBS, and I love those films because his. Zach, his Justice League made those movies make more sense because that first Justice League we got made no sense and what happened in these first two films. But with this one, um, yeah, there was a lot of death and destruction and, and everything in it. But, I mean, he, he had to kill Zod. I mean, there was, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, I didn't have an issue with, with the end. I, I mean... He had to kill him. I mean, what was you're he gonna not do? Gonna, you're not gonna change that guy's mind. Yeah, you're not. You you had he had to kill him. Yeah. Uh, because he in Superman two, uh, he killed him. Um. Well, he killed Zod. He broke his hand and then picked him up and threw him down wherever that thing went. I assume he fell to his death as well as Non and Ursa fell to their death too when they thought they could fly. But it just. Sorry, everyone. So. <laughs> Watch your iPad. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Somebody changed the channel and everyone's flipping out. But I didn't have an issue with, with on what he had to do here because Superman's back was up against the wall. He had to kill him. And he had to, plus he had to stop everything else uh, that was happening. It was kind of like uh, Avengers when all these things just came flying around uh, and, and everything. But um, I guess what in Zack Snyder's mind, I assume he need he needed to, Superman needed to kill um, Zod so Zod can become Darkseid in in uh, in BVS, but. I didn't like that, but no, <laughs> yeah, I, don't like I assume that that's what what he had to do. But I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I had an issue. I mean, I just the first time I watched this film, I left the theater like I was I was juice. I love Superman, and I was like, all right, we get a new Superman. Cool, let's go. And then I was like, what 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 the hell is he trying to do here? And I'm like, all right. I mean, I knew we weren't gonna get. Uh, an origin film because we already know that so I, I was like okay but then when they brought in Zod and everybody and I was like alright we're going to get a lot of battles but when it ended I was kind of like hmm why is he doing this I didn't know it was gonna, he was going to make more films I thought it was going to be a one and done and then maybe Superman 2 or, or whatever I didn't know we were getting BVS I didn't know we were getting Justice League uh, much right. less Wonder Woman and Aquaman and all that I didn't know we were getting all that so, but I my mean, my biggest, my still, my biggest problem with BVS is something that they admitted in that they were trying to have zero laughs. They didn't want to have one 
smile or laugh in the film. And it really just makes it such a sludge of a film, really, you know? And then, of course, the scene that uh, everybody was, like, oh, basically laughing about and still does, the, the, the reason they get back on the same page, uh, uh, the, the, the moms sharing the, the name, now we're all good. Now I don't hold anything against you and we're going to team up like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was, there was a lot to put, to put these, um, these three films together. Uh, it probably came out better on paper. And then when, sure. when it came, came down to, to, to making all these films. Yeah. But, um, again, I didn't care for Man of Steel. I didn't care for BVS until I saw Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then I went, ah, that's what he was trying to do. Um, yeah, there wasn't much comedy in this, in the Man of Steel. I remember BVS, there was only when What's-His-Name came into it. Well, both of them, Aquaman and uh, The Flash, because they were funny. No, no, no. That was uh, Justice League. Justice and those League. two kids, yeah, and those in that, uh, that film, they heard the criticism from BVS because yeah, it was a rule on BVS: no smiles, no jokes, no laughter. We're dead serious <laughs> because that this one, this man is still was really serious, and then I mean BVS was like really, really super serious. Yeah, Justice League that that first cut was like comedy because they when Flash and um. Aquaman came in, they were hella funny going off each other. But then when we got, since that movie was erased with Zack Snyder's Justice League, there was still some comedy in it, but not as much as the as the other one. But I liked what was going on in that. So putting all these three films together, um, I, I loved them. I mean, I, I, can go, I can go back and watch these now and appreciate for what he did. But if this, if this Man of Steel was just this one and done, and we didn't get any other explanations after this one, I probably would have been F this movie. <laughs> but right, right, right. I didn't have a problem with the ending. I don't, I don't see what um, the problem was. But um, to just each his own. Me. <laughs> to each his own, <laughs> everyone. I mean, I, I understand, well, what these people were mad about, but... Um, this isn't the Superman that, that we knew. I mean, we, we did have five of the Superman movies before this and a billion different comic books and, and animated movies and everything. But uh, I think what Zack Snyder did with um, Clark Kent and Kal-El, Superman, uh, I think he just took it in a different direction. This is this is what he wanted to do. And this is what he wanted uh, to show everyone. So, I mean... What's his name? He wanted no. I was Star Trek. I mean, that'd be like uh, when Quentin Tarantino was talking about he wanted to do he wanted to do a rated R Star Trek film. Like, I'm sure fans would really go ah. Well, I mean, Quentin fans would probably love it, but I think, um, no disrespect to the Trekkies and the Trekkers, I think they probably would have had an issue with it. But I don't know. Yeah, because it's supposed to be more. The idea of time Trek, I think, is supposed to be more pure and, you know, kind. Uh, <laughs> um, a friend of mine, her mom, uh, she is a huge Star Trek fan. I asked, are you a Trekkie or a Trekker? She went, I'm a Star Trek fan. I went, okay. Um, but 
She said she went more with Star Trek because of the science uh, part of it. She said that was more believable than Star Wars. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. I mean, I don't even you can try to, to explain the science in Star Wars because it can't be done. <laughs> but um, I just love Star Wars more. I love Star Trek. Don't get me wrong, but uh, Star 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 Wars is is more meaningful to me. Star Trek was in my life before Star Wars, but I leaned more towards uh, laser swords and uh, giant monsters and, and everything and spaceships and all that crap. But anyway, all right, that was the list. I know some of these movies we kind of just glazed over because we don't remember the endings or some of these I just never seen before. <laughs> but uh, I do want to go back and rewatch uh, all a re Rewatch Law Abiding Citizen. You said that was on HBO. Yep. Savages, I've never seen. So I want to see that and I want to see Source Code. Uh, everything else I've seen, I just probably need to rewatch so I can remember. Um, but if I do go back to uh, these were the films uh, Now You See Me, The Devil Inside, uh, Lucy, Law Abiding Citizen, Planet of the Apes, 2001, Savages. Uh, Indecent Proposal, I Am Legend, Source Code, and Man of Steel. I think if I got to go through and rewatch all of these, the last one I'll watch will probably be uh, Now You See Me. Because, yeah, dude, I do not remember that movie at all. I remember. I liked it. Uh, uh, that one dude I hate, the fake Lex Luthor. Um, Eisenberg. Eisenberg, he's in it. Woody, um, Green Goblin's brother, uh, <laughs> or not Green Goblin, uh, Harry's brother. Uh, what's Harry Osborne, the actor's name? Dave Franco. Uh, what's the other Franco, Franco brother? The other brother, the other Franco. He, he was in it's it. Franco. Dave Franco. Uh, who Who is in, who else is in? Oh, and uh, Hulk. Um, Ruffalo. Yeah, he's in this. Who was the chick? Uh, the Isabella, right? I, I don't know. There's a picture of her, but all I see is the back of her head. Um, I picture her face, but I can't. Yeah, uh, uh, Isla Fisher. That's her name. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Mark Ruffalo, Morgan Morgan Freeman. I don't remember him in it. Uh, Michael Caine, Dave Franco, and Isla Fisher. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of that movie. It's funny because I know it does get some dislike, but uh, I I find it highly entertaining. <laughs> was it a heist or was it a robbery? Heist and magic. Because what were they what were they trying to steal? Money. Uh, I think, yeah. A charismatic magician uh, Atlas leads a team of talented illusionists called the Four Horsemen. Uh, Atlas and his comrades memorize audiences with a pair of amazing magic shows uh, that drain the bank accounts of their of the corrupt and funnel the money to the audience member audience members. Oh, okay, I remember that part. I like it. Uh, is this streaming anywhere? I'm gonna have to go rewatch it again. I don't really it. Pay, honestly. <laughs> well, well, how was the second one? 
I didn't even bother with the second just one. Just as good, in my opinion. I wanted to, I wanted them to finish it with the third. They were going to, but uh, I think it's probably been too long now. But you never know. Uh, it is on Hulu. I guess so. Give me a reason. It's, it's there. I can watch it. I don't uh, know. To me, highly entertaining. It's to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Again, a really problem was going on in my life at that time. I, I just went to go see a movie to get my mind off of it, and it didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I, I went and saw it down at Riverside, downtown Reno. And just remember sitting in there, like not even paying. I was watching the screen, but I don't even remember what was. Yeah, happening. that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so, I get that. <laughs> uh, that was also like when I went and saw that uh, Evil Dead remake. That first time I saw that, I was like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Uh, that Do you was... remember the Guy Ritchie Madonna movie? Um, not Cast Away. Um, Swept Away. Um, it's funny because that's one of the only movies i ever walked out of and i wouldn't of except there breeze was with me and breeze was like can we go I've, I've had it with this like i and i was like okay like that's what so it's like usually a movie can be bad or whatever and i'll force myself to sit through it but yeah that was one of the only times i ever left the theater was because of breeze and it's funny because recently um Listen to one of my basketball podcasts, No Dunks, those guys. And uh, every once in a while, they get into culture. Like I told you, uh, they had that thing where they were talking about uh, name a TV show you like, but then name something that could be better about it. And one of them said Cobra Kai and there should be more blood. That was his thing that he said about that. But yeah, uh, going back to uh, this, he, he it was so funny. He said like that was one of the only movies that he ever walked out of. And I was like, that's crazy. Cause that's for me too. So, uh, I don't know if you saw that in theaters or ever saw it, but I never even seen it. The way everyone was tearing it apart. when Guy Ritchie would say, this is the worst movie ever made. And don't, he was telling nobody to see it or telling everyone, don't see my movie. I said, all right, man, I'll listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I didn't see it, but I love Madonna, but I, after he, if the director, that was when she, when he was going out with her. Yeah. I was with, like, go, I was going along with it fine. Like I wasn't hating it or anything, but then all of a sudden Breeze turns to me. She's like, all right, I've had it. I've had enough of this. Can we go? I was like, okay, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Damn, and she but... never does that too. That's not like a thing for her. Like I've never seen her do that either. The only other time she did that, but she didn't um, uh, leave for good, was when we went to uh, Revenge of the Sith and Order 66 happened. (laughs) She audibly said, this is ridiculous, and got up and walked out of the theater for whatever that was, like five minutes, and uh, (laughs) left uh, (laughs) me and Jade sitting there. And I said, oh, yes, Jade. Very sad, very sad scene. Jade's only five years old <laughs> watching. But yeah, Breeze, obviously, she did come back, but she was like, this is ridiculous because whatever, all the Jedi were getting killed off one by one. She didn't like that. <laughs> well, that's what was supposed to happen. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what, you know, we knew it, but yeah. And the way, you know, the way they play up Order 66, the sad music kicks in. The, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right everyone that was uh 
Screen Rants um, 10. What the hell was it called? I don't remember anymore. Uh, the ten the worst ten, movie, yeah. the ten worst movie endings according to Reddit, and uh, but we ended up all over the place. But I think it made it a better pod for it. <laughs> yeah, we, we were. Uh, well, I just could rewatch these movies, man, and maybe I'll come back and tell you guys. Okay, was I satisfied sure. with the endings or not? Because I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. remember exactly. Uh, at all. <laughs> so, but all right, everyone, I uh, will be back for more. And uh, yep. we'll come at you guys with uh, a new episode uh, later later on. But give you guys something here on uh, Anchor to listen to. If you guys listened to the last one, that one was two hours. This is a little over an hour, so not that not that long. But we'll be back with more. I'm I'm gonna go on that listchallenges.com and and go through more of those and pick one, and we'll come back with you. But if you guys got a yep. list or whatever, if you want us to run run it down, send it our way. Uh, post it on the Facebook page or link. Send us the link through Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Uh, we're all over the place. Just search East Society podcast and we'll find it. So follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, YouTube, and everywhere else. Um, is MySpace still going? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> What's funny is every few years I'll look at my page as it's preserved from the mid 2000s and it's just funny to see the uh, pictures that are uh, were posted then especially because back then it wasn't just like upload on your phone you're good easy to go it was a whole process you had to have the digital camera and then plug it into your computer and upload the photos and then upload them into the thing and put the title on it, it was a whole deal back then so <laughs> Well, yeah, I just went on mine. I didn't, I didn't think I would remember the the password. Nice. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, th- this does not look how it used to look and how it's, you were. Oh, it. I know. Yeah, it it does look different, but all the info is there and preserved. It's it makes you wonder. Like, I know at some point Justin Timberlake was involved with like buying it. I don't know if he's moved off of it or sold his portion, but somebody cares enough to keep it running for some reason. I, I, who knows why? I, I that's what I was about to. That's what I was about to say. I mean, it's it's still going. I assume people still use it, but yeah, I, I never I hear. Use- I never even hear anyone talking about it. You know what? Uh, also, it's probably no surprise you probably realize this uh, over interactions with me over the years. I'm mainly just Instagram for years now. I barely open Facebook maybe once every couple months at this time now. Like, I barely, I sh- I'll share the pictures from Insta to Face, but. I like never open it up. I opened it up the other day because I needed a Funko link. <laughs> I don't know what's up with this MySpace thing. I mean, it's there. I logged in, but it's not even showing me anything. I think I started to put stuff on here for us. Oh, geez, 2019 <laughs> was the last time that I <laughs> went on here. Yeah, I don't. Funny. 
<laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah, MySpace. If you guys still do it, cool, cool. More power to you. But all right, everyone, the, that is it. Um, we'll be back with more. Just tune in, um, either here on Anchor or over on the the regular hub, uh, the Podbean stuff. So, but yeah, um, just be safe out there and um, come back for later. So, until next time, everyone, be safe and party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, Society.